What's up, podcast people? Welcome into your podcast that brings you your weekly dose of Westerosian whimsy, where we walk our unfamiliar through the who, what, when, why, where, and sometimes how of today's episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, I am Shane, and I stumbled through that reading, and I hope it comes off a little better than I made it sound. Uh, I am familiar with Game of Thrones, and I am joined by Rodney. Hey, Pod Squad, this is Rodney. I'd like to say hi to all the Thronies, Game of Thrones fans. Um, yes, we are walking through Westeros, the history of it, living it, repeating it to Matt, who is an unfamiliar. Say what's up, Matt. Loop Troop. I didn't know I was supposed to write a rap uh, for the <laughs> beginning of the show. Um, I will try to have something prepared for next week. Is what Throny do, real? Bubble Lou? Jabroni? What? Wait, wait. Is Throny real? Thronies? Yeah, that's the name of a, a fan base. Really? You're making me hate this show so much more. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I like the show anymore. That is <laughs> rough. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm but seriously. They're <laughs> Thronies. They're called Thronies, man. Huh? Like Trekkies. Um, quick. No, I, I think uh, it's too close to Brony. So yes, just, exactly. Which leads. Oh. Me, um. So, uh, I think I can say this. Probably. Well, I'll I'll make up part of it so nobody is exposed. A place that I used to work at. Um. Oh, yeah there was a guy who had to go on vacation for um, like two weeks and uh, he was training someone else. And so the uh, trainee had been working there for for a long time. Um, He was just new to that team. And so every, so like I, I, I knew him pretty well. It's not like he was a, a new guy. So, um, the person that was leaving, he's like, hey, if you need anything, I can text you my the password to my computer and you can go in and um, check out some of the some of the stuff that, that we've gone over. He's like, OK, yeah, cool. So they end up needing to do that. And the guy goes onto his computer and he's trying to find the folder of that, that he left him. And he's clicking around and he finds a link to this brony forum (laughs) 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 and um a screen name that was like like glitter boy or something like that Um, and he ends up going down this whole rabbit hole of this guy's personal stuff that he probably shouldn't have had on his work computer in the first place um but uh yeah so um that i I was never uh able to acknowledge it in person um or like out in public but that guy 
is a is the only brony that I've ever personally known, and I'm happy to say he's the only one. Were there any signs? Huh. He kept to himself a lot. Um, um, and, uh, man, not really. I mean, he had his, he had, okay, maybe there's one. He had his gamer tag on his resume. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a skill. It's like, what's your skill? I'm a level 45 wizard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so at the top of his resume it's like his like linkedin so he it was like his linkedin his twitter his instagram and then his like xbox gamer tag and i was just like what the <laughs> fuck why would you want a resume so um if i can quote jeff foxworthy if you have your gamer tag on the top of your resume you might be <laughs> nice hmm yeah that's funny. All right, sorry. I totally killed the uh, start of the show. <laughs> Bronies, those are um, little, what was it? My Little Pony fans, right? Bros who love My Little Pony. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My first exposure was at uh, Comic-Con, and Shane had to explain to me that that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, don't they also dress up as My Little Ponies? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's I'm sure there's a big like furry yeah. crossover with the Bronies and stuff. Yeah, that's one of those uh, lose faith in humanity kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of those these days, but yeah, Bron- Bronies is definitely on the on the list. Nice. Alrighty. All right. So, what have you guys been up to this week? Go ahead, Shane. Um, so I thought I was going back to work at a certain point, but they pushed it back a, uh, a couple weeks because of uh, the the spike in the coronavirus. So I've got this week off all week. Um, Congrats. Just doing stuff around the house. Um, I beat the uh, – well, I got to the end of uh, – <laughs> I beat uh, – Super Mario Deluxe with uh, the kids today. Um, if you guys or any, anybody, if you have any little kids, right? Because I grew up playing Mario, uh, you know, the NES through Super Mario World and Super Mario 64 and all that. So I, I think I'm pretty good. Um, in the new game, you can play it with multiple people so up to four people can play at once whoa and playing that game with my two oldest is probably the most infuriating thing that i have done in a long time (laughs) um you're both like 21 22 right (laughs) yes i want to experience this with them but they're either running off part too far ahead and i end up dying or i end up getting to a point where i'm like all right screw it i and i just run off and i finish the level and they're like because if they die and someone's still alive and they still have lives they're in like this bubble and they float around until you pop it and then they can play with you again um yeah it's yeah 
it's definitely a, a, a test of uh, patience when you do that. So <laughs> that's cool. And you beat the game. What? And you said you beat the game. Uh, yeah, I got to the end, beat Bowser. Uh, there's still, you know, where you you have to get all the star coins, and then there's this uh, this next level and like one final thing. But I, we did beat Bowser today. Oh, okay, that's good. That's funny. Yeah. Most infuriating thing. Yes. Uh, how about you, Matt? What's going on? Oh, you know, uh, same old, same old over here. Um, I beat, sorry, jerked off a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. No, um, no, I mean, things are pretty low-key around here. Um, had a very nice Father's Day where I didn't have to do anything. Like, we just sat around, and my wife made me a wonderful breakfast, and uh, it was really, really cool. Um, yes, happy, uh, happy Father's Day to everyone, uh, if you're a father. Yes. Uh, it passed this past week, so... Kudos. Yeah. Um, also, if you can hear in the background, um, my 10-year-old is playing Fortnite, and he has taken to the word bro. Uh, <laughs> and when I say taken to the word, I mean he screams it repeatedly. Um, he plays with one specific friend, and it is just nonstop. No, bro, what are you doing? Bro, come on, bro. Bro, come on. No, bro. I'm going to meet you over there, bro. And um, it's like living with a little Guido. Uh, <laughs> Dad, uh, is dinner done? Pops, <laughs> is dinner done? Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not quite there yet. So, uh, yeah, um, this is uh, as we are recording this, this is bro hour uh, because he is playing Fortnite in the living room. So if anyone hears any bros in the middle of this podcast, just know that is my son, and I am doing my best to get him to stop. <laughs> Does he like this new season? Yeah. Both yeah. both of the older kids are uh, big fans of... Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Both of the older kids are big fans of, uh, they've tried to explain to me, like, what, like, there's, like, Aquaman in it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't have any interest, but I try to humor them as best as I can by smiling and nodding. So, yeah. Have you ever played the game? No, no. Um, so, when they first got into it, um, they had very different styles. Uh, my 11-year-old would just charge into a group of people and die immediately. And then he said that the game was stupid and he hated it. And then my 10-year-old, he would just be like building things but hiding. Um, and I, I was like, are, how is this playing? How is this like, how are you playing the game? And he was like, I'm trying to win. I was like, okay. <laughs> um and then they would yell at each other and stuff. That's the most that I've paid attention to it. They've both really gotten into it the last 
uh, year or so, and um, they say they're really good at it, so that's cool. Um, but I try to stay in my lane when it comes to, to video games, so um, sports games and uh, things that I'm familiar with, nice. things like that. I just picked up a copy of um, the The Last of Us, the first one, because uh, like I said I don't have a PS4, but I, I still I have a couple PS3s. I want to play that. It's very, very good. Yeah, uh, I heard it's yeah. a really good game. I actually played it like just like two or three years ago. It was eight bucks on uh, PlayStation Network, so I jumped on it, and it is uh, worth all of the all yeah. all, the, all the hype that it got. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I got it like three bucks at GameStop. So nice. Rodney, what about you? Yeah, Rodney. Oh, just. Putting stuff on the wall on the house. Um, I am going to say, I love these command strips. They are awesome. I'm glad I don't have to put any screws in or nails in. I, I do. I did for a couple of things, but command strips they work. Well, that's the uh, double sticky where you got the pull tab on it, and yeah, right? yeah. yeah, dude, it's, yeah, they them. are wonderful. Yeah. I have a couple like pretty heavy. Um, comic not comic books but they're basically uh comic book uh pictures but they're on wood and they probably weigh like four pounds or whatever but these command strips just they click on boom done um, i want you to be honest with me mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago you said you're really good at hanging tvs now oh yeah are you just using those strips <laughs> yeah yes i am and there's so far the tv's still there <laughs> oh, and I like to bring up our sponsor is Command Strips. Please buy them. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, they're fantastic. Um, I I put them on other things uh, that have like glass. Um, a little scared, but it's been up for a week now, so I don't think I have anything to worry about. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I've just been chilling at home, just keeping away from people, wash my hands, wear my mask. Did get a cool mask from Threadless. It's Darth Vader's face. So I'm pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just got a, uh, a face shield. Oh. Uh, they they nice. said I can wear a face shield at work. And they had they brought in like a, a sample. And it was just super cheap and chintzy. Uh, so I got one of my own. It's actually like a, like a, a face guard for like electricians. Uh-huh. Um, and it's comfortable. Yeah, I'm going to. I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm going to try it out next week. I used to wear a face shield when I did the uh, stem cell banking. Is it where it's like foam across the top and then just a plastic sheet across your face? No, it's actually like a... A welding uh, mask? Kind of like a hard hat. Yeah, like a welding mask where wow. it's got that, that kind of frame and it adjusts in the back and the sides. And then, yeah, it flips up or it comes down. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty sweet. That's pretty badass. My yeah. ideal mask is um, Austin Powers' teeth, um, <laughs> and I haven't seen that come out yet. So I'm just gonna. I've stick seen my no, I've seen I've seen some where they're they have like the pictures on the mask, and yeah, there's like a not necessarily him exactly, but some like a, a messed up grill. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. Have you guys watched anything new? I don't care what you say. I like that one over the other one. So. 
<laughs> I'm in charge. I like the other yeah. one more, but. Yep. Um. Uh. So Netflix. Uh. The floor is lava. Have you watched that? No. It's pretty good. It, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, not a lot of uh, thinking involved. It's just kind of a ninja warrior uh, kind of thing, but for the everyday person. Um, so they get a room, like a big room, and it's got, you know, four feet of water, but then there's like an obstacle course on top of it. So like the game you play when you're little, like, you know, the floor is lava at the playground or something like that. You've got to traverse the room to get to the end. Um, there's like all these uh, switches and stuff that will help you like drop this or move that so it's a little easier. Um, it's it's funny. It's entertaining on uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. That's cool. I, yeah, we I watched, haven't even heard of that. We started it uh, yesterday. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's a good uh, family watch. Um, groups of three try to uh, get across the course, and yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. That sounds really cool. I started watching on Prime a show called Hunters. Have is any that of the you Nazi seen one? It? Yeah. Uh, How is it? it? It is really good. It's almost like a Chino, right? Who? Pacino. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but it almost has kind of like a Quentin Tarantino feel uh, where it kind of goes, you know, time hopping. Um, it's, it's really good, though. They're, the last two episodes we watched really messed me up. I got super depressed. Yeah. Sad, yeah, to the point where I'm like contemplating. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God, I feel, I feel like I need to make a change in the world because it's so much injustice. It's crazy. Made me super Is it the Nazi stuff or what? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Uh, it was crazy. It's it's fantastic though. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, nothing new over here. Uh, my two year old has started watching Brave every day. Love so it. if I go in and out of an Irish accent uh, during this podcast, that's why. Um, but beyond that. Nothing new. You, you you asked me about uh, Hannibal. You guys didn't start that. No. Oh uh, no. Not we, yet. Well, since you asked, um, we me the the wife hadn't seen it, but I, I'd seen it, so I'm watching it with her again. Oh, nice. We just got through season one last night. Cool. Yeah. Because you said they're uh, possibly doing a next season, right? A new one. Yeah. Um. That was the the article that I read said that with. Hannibal arriving on Netflix. There's already talks that they want to do a, a season four. Oh, for Netflix. Guess what Netflix oh, yeah. picked up? What? what? Cobra Kai. Really? Yeah. Nice. What? He's like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to fake uh, ten emails so I can watch it on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> yes, they picked it up. So season three will be launched on Netflix. And they'll upload the first two seasons. Or oh, really? They yeah. took it over from YouTube. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Everybody can save their time and go to Hulu and watch Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. <laughs> that is not. That's yeah. Kung Fu Kid. First of all, <laughs> fucking annoying. 
Because he does kung fu. He doesn't do karate. <laughs> Hillary Swank karate kid. Hey. <sighs> Much better. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's All right, on. let's get down business. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's business time. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, no, I was just going to say, okay, Thronies, what do you have for me this week? <laughs> I will quit if you say that again. <laughs> Come on, hey, Thronies, let's go. Oh, not mine. Uh, all right, Matt, so we did uh, 701 Dragonstone last time. What happened? Oh, um, Daenerys arrived to Dragonstone, right? That was it. Yep. That's why it was yep. called. Okay. Um, and, uh, looked at the badass map. Uh, yeah. and, uh, that's where things stand with her. Um, Arya murdered all of the phrase. um, uh, yeah, so the, the North remembers and winter came for the phrase. Yes. Did she murder them? Yeah, she Didn't poisoned she? them. Really? Poisoned them, right? Or were they just not strong enough to handle what she gave them? Look, I've been listening to a lot of Dateline. That's at least second degree murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's premeditated partner. Yeah. Um, uh, John and Sansa uh, had a a slight disagreement over how something yep. should be handled. Um, ultimately, Sansa is siding with John, but she would like for him to rule with more of an iron fist, um, or at least maybe Littlefinger's trying to convince her that that's what she wants. Um, what else happened? Daenerys made it um, to, to Storm. What was it? To Dragonstone? Literally the first thing I said, Rodney. Come on now. Well, hold on. Yeah, I didn't finish. <laughs> okay. And we on. realized. <laughs> and we saw the badass map. Yeah. But yeah. what is what is under Dragonstone? We find that out this episode. The hell exactly, <laughs> and I totally <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> My bad. I watched him back. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Wait. Oh, so you watched two before we recorded one? Yeah. I Buddy? I have limited time. I have very limited gotcha. time. Oh, I understand. Yeah, so um, you're in the you're in the new phase where your kids can take care of themselves for the most part. I unfortunately will be here for the next four years at least. Yep. Uh, the Hound member, um, he had a kind of touching moment where he ran into the bodies of those people he stole from and they died because it was winter. Oh, that's right. He's, he saw something in, in the fire. So now he might be like religious or something. Yep. Uh, okay. Bran made it to the wall. Remember? Yeah, let's just keep it moving on that. Um, Sam. Oh, no, yeah, they did learn. Yeah, Sam learns that, uh, <laughs> that uh, remember, the dragon glass is at Dragonstone. 
Uh-huh. Of it. That makes sense. And uh, who who did he have a chance encounter with? Uh, Jora. Jora. Jora the Explorer has landed in uh, wherever the hell they are. Old Town. Old Town. That's where all the smart people are. So he's gonna get try and get cured by them. That's where we would stay in San Diego. Yes, true. And hopefully not get raped. Yes. All right, so 702. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah, it's pretty good. What? <clears throat> a photo I just Oh, he sent a, a, a picture via text. Oh, I don't have my phone. My, my son has my phone. Oh, I know you're, you're laughing at the exact same time I sent it. That's what's funny. <laughs> no, I was laughing at uh, Shane saying hope to not get raped, and then they're being <laughs> <in> silence. After... <laughs> <clears throat> All, All right, right. So let's, let's go. Let's not get raped during this episode, guys. Come on. Okay. Uh, Seven o two Stormborn. What does that mean? Uh, what is it? Stormborn. That's Daenerys's uh, last name. Okay. Right. Yeah. Her one of her nicknames. Okay. Uh, so we start in Dragonstone. Uh, there's a storm raging outside. Daenerys and her advisors are uh, in the map room, staring at the badass map. Uh, Tyrion says, "On a night like this, you came into the world." And Varys says, I remember that storm. All the dogs in King's Landing howled through the night. Uh, Daenerys says, I wish I could remember it. I always thought this would be homecoming. Doesn't feel like home. Tyrion tells her we won't stay on Dragonstone for long. Uh, Daenerys says, good. Um, and then she looks at the table. So it's kind of like a chess piece where they've got dragons for her. Um, and then lions for Lannisters, and she says, not so many lions. And Varys tells her, Cersei controls fewer than half the Seven Kingdoms. The lords of Westeros despise her. Even before your arrival, they plotted against her. Now... God damn it. (laughs) Went through these pictures, hoping to pop that up earlier, but... Um, So I said, Varys is talking, trying to build her up, but Daenerys cuts him off. Uh, She says, uh, they cry out for their true queen. They drink secret toast to my health. Uh, People used to tell my brother that sort of thing, and he was stupid enough to believe them. If Viserys had three dragons and an army at his back, he'd have invaded King's Landing already. Tyrion tells her, conquering Westeros would be easy for you, but you're not here to be queen of the ashes. Daenerys says, no. Tyrion goes on, we can take the Seven Kingdoms without turning it into a slaughterhouse. If the great houses support your claim against Cersei, the game is won. Uh, with the Tyrell army and the Dornish on your side, we have the power. We have powerful allies in the south. Uh, Daenerys says, "I never properly thanked you for that." And then Varys goes on, "They joined our side, my queen, because they believe in you." And then this is where kind of Daenerys kind of flips it on him, and she says, "You served my father, didn't you, Lord Varys?" He says, "I did." 
And then she goes on, and then you serve the man who overthrew him. Faris said, I had a choice, your grace. Serve Robert or face the headman's axe. Daenerys says, but you didn't serve him long. You turned against him. Uh, Varys says, Robert was an improvement on your father, to be sure. Uh, there have been few rulers in history as cruel as the Mad King. Robert was neither mad nor cruel. He simply had no interest in being king. Daenerys says, so you took it upon yourself to find a better one. Uh, Tyrion tries to uh, play peacemaker and says, Your Grace, when I was ready to drink myself into a small coffin, a <laughs> small coffin, uh, Lord Varys told me about a queen in the East who, and then this is where Daenerys cuts him off, she says, Before I came to power, you favored my brother. All your spies, your little birds, did they tell you Viserys was cruel, stupid, and weak? Uh, would those qualities have made for a good king, in your learned opinion? Varus doesn't back down and says, Until your marriage to call Drogo your grace, I knew nothing about you, save your existence, and that you were said to be beautiful. Daenerys says, So you and your friends traded me like prized horse to the Dothraki. And Varus says, Which you turned to your advantage. Daenerys asks, Who gave the order to kill me? Varus says, King Robert. And then Daenerys asks, Who hired the assassins? Who sent word to Essos to murder uh, Daenerys Targaryen? Uh, Varys tries to explain, Your Grace, I did what had to be done, too. And then Daenerys says, To keep yourself alive. Tyrion again steps in, says, Lord Varys has proven himself a loyal servant. Daenerys, uh, proven himself loyal, quite the opposite. If he dislikes one monarch, he conspires to crown the next one. What kind of servant is that? Um, and this is a cool speech by Varys. He says, The kind the realm needs. Incompetence should not be rewarded with blind loyalty. As long as I have my eyes, I'll use them. I wasn't born into a great house. I came from nothing. I was sold as a slave and carved up as an offering. When I was a child, I lived in alleys, gutters, uh, abandoned houses. You want to know where my loyalty lies? Not with any king or queen, but with the people. Um, the people who suffer under despots and prosper under just rule. The people whose hearts you aim to win. If you demand blind allegiance, I respect your wishes. Grey Worm can behead me or your dragons can devour me. But if you let me live, I will serve you well. I will dedicate myself to seeing you on the Iron Throne because I choose you. Because I know the people have no better chance than you. Uh, and then Daenerys tells him, swear this to me, Varys. If you ever think I'm failing you, you won't conspire behind my back. You'll look me in the eye as you have done today, and you'll tell me how I am failing. Varys says, I swear at my queen. And then Daenerys says, and I swear this, if you ever betray me, I'll burn you alive. Uh, again, Varys doesn't back down. He says, I would expect nothing less from the mother of dragons. Uh, Grey Worm uh, steps in and says, forgive me, my queen. A red priestess from Ashai has come to see you. Uh, they all walk to the throne room where uh, Melisandre is waiting. Uh, she starts speaking in Valerian to Daenerys. Uh, she says, Queen Daenerys, I was a slave once, bought and sold, scourged and branded. It is an honor to meet the Breaker of Chains. Uh, Daenerys replies in Valerian, the Red Priest, uh, help me bring peace to Marine. You are very welcome here. What is your name? She says her name. Uh, Vara steps in hearing the name he says she once served another who wanted the Iron Throne it didn't end well for Stannis Baratheon did it and then uh, Melisandre switched to uh, 
Is, is it called English? No. Rodney. What? Rodney. The yeah. language. The language that they're speaking. Yeah, Westerosian, I guess. Yeah, it's Westerosian. All right. Uh, Melisandre admits, no, it didn't. Then Daenerys goes on, you chose an auspicious day to arrive at Dragonstone. We've just decided to pardon those who once served the wrong king. And this is where Daenerys kind of gives the eye to Varys, and then Varys gives a bow. Uh, the Lord of Light doesn't have many followers in Westeros, does he? He says, not yet, but even those who don't worship the Lord can serve his cause. Daenerys says, what does your Lord expect from me? And this is where uh, Melisandre switches back switches back to valerian she says long night is coming only the prince who was promised can bring the dawn uh daenerys uh repeats in westerosi and she says the prince who was promised will bring the dawn i'm afraid i'm not a prince and then this is where uh steps in she says your grace forgive me but your translation is not quite accurate that noun has no gender in high valerian so the proper translation for that prophecy would be the prince or princess who was promised will bring the dawn. Uh, Tyrion says, doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? Daenerys says, no, but I like it better. And you believe this prophecy refers to me? Uh, Melisandre says, prophecies are dangerous things. I believe you have a role to play, as does another. The king in the north, Jon Snow. Uh, this is where Tyrion kind of butts in and says, Jon Snow, Ned Stark's bastard. And Daenerys asks, you know him? Tyrion says, I traveled with him to the wall when he joined the Night's Watch. Uh, Varys says, and why do you think the Lord of Light singled out this Jon Snow, aside from the visions you see in the flames? <clears throat> Melisandre says, as Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, he allowed the wildlings south of the wall to protect from the grave danger, uh, sorry, to protect them from grave danger. As king in the north, he has united those wildlings with the northern houses, so together they may face their common enemy. Uh, Daenerys says, he sounds like quite a man. Melisandre says, uh, summon Jon Snow, let him stand before you and tell you uh, the things that have happened to him, the things that he has seen with his own eyes. Uh, Tyrion says, I can't speak to prophecies or visions in the flames, but I like Jon Snow, and I trust him, and I am an excellent judge of character. If he does rule the North, he would make a valuable ally. The Lannisters executed his father and conspired to murder his brother. Jon Snow has even more reason to hate Cersei than you do. Daenerys says, very well, send a raven north. Tell Jon Snow that his queen invites him to come to Dragonstone and bend the knee. And we go to Winterfell. So in Winterfell, uh, all the people are gathering at Courtyard. They're practicing, all the children at least, they're practicing the bow. Um, Jon, Sansa, and Davos, they're watching from above. Sansa asks Jon, do you think Tyrion, uh, do you think it's really Tyrion? Because they get a raven with a letter from Tyrion. Um, it could be someone trying to lure us into a trap. John reads it uh, in the last bit and it says, and Sansa says, all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes. She says, what does that mean? And John, John lets her know, it's something that he said to me the first night we met. You know him better than any of us. What do you think? Sansa said, Tyrion was uh, not like the other Lannisters. He was always kind. But it's too great of a risk. The Seven Kingdoms will bleed as long as Cersei sits on the Iron Throne. Uh, join us. Uh, together we can end her tyranny. Um, that's what's uh, written in the scroll. Davos says he sounds like a charmer. 
Of course, the casual mentions of Dothraki Horde and Legion of Unsullied and Three Dragons is a bit less charming. John says, she's like, what, what are you talking about? And Davos lets him know, fire kills whites. You told me. What breathes fire? And then Sansa's saying, you're suggesting that John beat her. Davos said, no, that's too dangerous. But, John in, interrupts, but if the army of the dead makes it past the wall, do we have enough men to fight them? Um, so then we actually go to King's Landing. And in King's Landing, we have Cersei sitting upon the Iron Throne addressing a group of people. And among them is Sam's uh, father and brother. Cersei talks about the Mad King's daughter taking the Iron Throne. She's destroyed. She would destroy the realm, blah, 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 blah. Some of the bannermen um, should be scared for their daughters. We know what's happened in the past, the Mad King. Um, and then she also brings up how she brought the Dothraki who have never been to Westerosi uh, or Westeros um, and how Olena Tyrell uh, rewards is now part of her, her group instead of honoring the rightful king of the Iron Throne. Um, I would say um, it is refreshing to see an adult on the throne. <laughs> right? For instead the first of time. Fucking children of the corn that have been on there the last <laughs> six uh, she also talks. Uh, she she also bends the truth about how she was very brutal in Essos. She crucified all the noblemen at Slaver's Bay, and she did it because she's a cruel person. Instead of, yeah, it's a bad thing to do, obviously, but she did it because there were slave owners, and you know they were torturing. They did it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Kind of leave that little detail out of there. Uh, so she's addressing the court. Um, Randall Tarley, which is Sam's father, steps up and he asks, um, she has three full-grown dra- full dragons, your grace. The same as Aegon when he conquered the Seven Kingdoms. How do you propose to stop them? And at that time, Cersei looks at Kyburn, and Kyburn says, we are currently working on a solution, my lord. And then Cersei finishes up the, uh, the talking with the crowd. So Jamie goes up to Lord Tarley. Uh, Randall Tarley lets him know he's like uh, I believe you know my son and the son goes Sir Jamie Jamie says your name's Rickon isn't it and Dickon goes it's Dickon and Jamie's like ah that's it thank you for coming (laughs) funny moment Uh, (laughs) the other lords of the reach look to you for guidance now more than ever they might not have come if you hadn't Randall says if the queen summons me I answer the call and I've heard what she does to those who defy her. Jamie says, so you're riding to Hornhill today. Randall lets him know I have an army to mobilize and fighting will start soon. Jamie says, which side are you going to fight for? You are the only person who's ever defeated Robert Baratheon in battle. Not even Rhaegar Targaryen could do that. Randall says, uh, it's a long ride back, Sir Jamie. How may I serve? He says, I want you to be my ranking general in the wars to come. I want you to swear allegiance to Cersei, and I want you to help me destroy your, her enemies, all her enemies. And this is where Randall says, including Olena Tyrell. He says, I'm a Tarly. That name means something. You're not, we're not oathbreakers. We're not schemers. We don't stab our rivals in the back or cut their throats at weddings. I swore an oath to House Tyrell. And Jamie says, well, you swore an oath to the crown as well, Lord Tarly. Randall says, I've known Olena since, since I was a child. 
Jamie says, she is, she was a great woman once. Now she's broken. She wants revenge for her uh, so, bad, so badly. She brought the Dothraki to our shores. The Dothraki in Westeros for the first time in history. I know you don't like my sister, but you have to make a choice. Do you fight for us or with foreign, foreign savages and eunuchs? When the war is won, the queen will know a new will need a new warden of the south. I can think of no better man than Randall Tarley. And then we go to Oldstown. All right, so we go to Oldstown. Uh, Sam is in a room with Archmaester Ebros, who is assessing a bare-chested Jorah. Uh, the gray scale has spread up his arm to nearly uh, cover his entire chest and has started to spread to his back. Um, Ebros says the infection has spread too far. You should have cut off your arm the moment you were touched. Uh, Jorah asks, how long? Ebros says, it'll be years before it kills you. Could be 10, uh, could be 20. Um, Jorah says, but how long until? And Ebros uh, finishes, your mind? Uh, six months, maybe fewer. And this is where Sam steps in, um, says, um, pardon, Archmaester. I met Stannis Baratheon's daughter at Castle Black. She had grayscale as a baby and was cured. Um, Ebros says, uh, no. And Sam says, isn't there some way? And Ebros says, does this look like a baby to you? And Sam says, no. Uh, Ebros continues, have you studied the uh, varying rates of grayscale progression in infants and fully grown men? Sam admits, no. Uh, Ebros says, uh, Maester Crescent discovered Shireen Baratheon's affliction immediately. This is quite advanced uh, and beyond our skills, sir. Uh, Were you a commoner? I'd have... I'd have you shipped to Valeria at once to live out your life with the stone men. As an anointed knight, I'll allow you one more day. How you choose to spend that time is up to you. Uh, this is where uh, Jorah and the maester look at Jorah's sword uh, in the corner of the room. Uh, Ebros says, come, Samwell. Uh, Ebros walks out, but Sam lingers. Uh, he says, uh, should we send word to your family, sir? Because he doesn't know his name yet. And he t- uh, Jorah tells him his name. And Sam's like, Mormont? Jorah's like, there's no need. I've been dead to them for years. Um, and then Ebros calls Sam again, and then Sam leaves. Sam leaves. Uh, and we go to King's Landing. Uh, back in King's Landing, um, Kyburn is holding a torch, and he's leading Cersei down below the castle to, the, to a collection of dragon skulls. Kyburn asks, have you been down here before, Your Grace? Cersei says, no, I can't say I have. I haven't been. I haven't seen these since Robert had them removed from the throne room. The dragon heads. Uh, Kyburn, curious uh, that King Robert did not have them destroyed. Cersei says they were his trophies. He couldn't keep them around. Uh, they would have made him look small. Sometimes he would come down here and look at them. I believe he brought his whores on occasion too. They uh, they come. To the they come to it like this huge dragon skull. Um, it's like the size of a, a U-Haul truck. Holy shit! Yeah, um, Kyburn, Balerion uh, the Dread, the beast that Aegon rode across the sea. His flames forged the Iron Throne and brought the Seven Kingdoms to heel. Powerful but not invincible. And then we see Kyber walking. Uh, he starts walking across away from the skull. Uh, apparently. One of Daenerys's, and he says, apparently one of Daenerys's dragons was wounded by a spear in the fighting pits of Marine. If they can be wounded, they can be killed. 
Kyburn then pulls a sheet and to reveal like a super crazy sized crossbow, and it's pointed right at Balerion's skull. He's like, the finest artillerers and blacksmiths in King's Landing have been laboring day and night, Your Grace. If you kindly pull that lever. And then Cersei pulls the lever. A spear-sized uh, spear arrow shoots towards the skull, hitting it between the eyes and bursting through the first layer and sticking into the next. It like completely went through the skull. And then we go back to Dragonstone. Wow. So in Dragonstone... Uh, Daenerys is in her uh, room with the badass map. Uh, her advisors are there. Uh, the Greyjoys, Ilaria Sand, and Olenna. Uh, Yara says, uh, if you wanted to take the Iron Throne, take it. Uh, we have an army, a fleet, and three dragons. We should hit King's Landing now, hard, with everything we have. The city will fall within a day. Uh, Tyrion stops her. If we turn the dragons loose, tens of thousands will die in the firestorms. Uh, Ilaria uh, pipes in. It's called a war. You don't have to, if you don't have the stomach for it, scurry back into hiding. Tyrion says, I know how you wage war. We don't poison little girls here. Marcella was innocent. Ilaria says, She was a Lannister. There are no innocent Lannisters. My greatest regret is that Oberon died fighting for you. Uh, Daenerys uh, has had enough. She says, Lord Tyrion is hand of the queen. You will treat him with respect. I'm not here to be queen of the ashes. Um, Olena says, that's nice. Uh, that's very nice to hear. Of course, I can't remember a queen who was better loved than my granddaughter. The common people loved her. The nobles loved her. And what is left of her now? Ashes. Commoners, nobles, they're all, they're all just children, really. They won't obey unless they fear you. Uh, Daenerys says, I'm grateful to you, Lady Olena, for your counsel. I'm grateful to all of you. But you have chosen to follow me. I will not attack King's Landing. We will not attack King's Landing. <laughs> Sounds weird. <laughs> I don't know why I repeated that. Well, I guess that I won't or we won't. I don't know. The royal we, I guess. Uh, Olena continues. Then how do you mean to take the Iron Throne? By asking nicely. Uh, Daenerys says, we will lay siege to the capital, surrounding the city on all sides. Cersei will have the Iron Throne, but no food for her army or her people. Tyrion says, but we don't use Dothraki and Unsullied. Cersei will try to rally the lords of Westeros by appealing to their loyalty, their love for their country. If we besiege a city with foreigners, we prove her point. Our army should be Westerosi. And Alaria steps in, and I suppose we're providing the Westerosi. Tyrion says, you are. Lady Greyjoy will escort you home to Sunspear, and her Iron Fleet will ferry the Dornish army back up to King's Landing. The Dornish uh, will lay siege to the capital alongside the Tyrell army. Two great kingdoms united against Cersei. Olenna says, so your master plan is to use our armies? Forgive me for asking, but why did you bother to bring your own? Tyrion says, the Unsullied will have another objective. For decades, House Lannister has been the true power in Westeros, and the seat of, the, of that power is Casterly Rock. Grey Worm and the Unsullied will sail for the rock and take it. Daenerys asks, do I have your support? Uh, Yara says, you have mine. Uh, Ilaria says, Dorne is with your grace, and Olena gives a nod to Daenerys. 
Um, Daenerys says, thank you all. Lady Olena, may I speak with you alone? So this is where everyone leaves. Uh, Daenerys sits down uh, with Olena. Daenerys says, thank you. Uh, I realize, sorry, I realize you're here out of hatred for Cersei and not love for me, but I swear to you, she will pay for what she's done and we will bring peace back to Westeros. Uh, Olena says, peace? Do you think that's what we had under your father? Or his father? Or his? Peace never lasts, my dear. Uh, will you take a bit of advice from an old woman? He's a clever man, your hand. I've known a great many clever men, and I've outlived them all. You know why? I ignored them. The lords of Westeros are sheep. Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. Um, and then we go uh, back to Grey Worm's room. Uh, he's sitting there uh, sharpening his uh, dagger uh, when Misende knocks. Um, she enters and uh, she's apparently upset that uh, Grey Worm is leaving the next day and he hadn't said goodbye. Um, he tells her that uh, it's, it's actually pretty touching. Uh, she is his weakness. He explains that uh, growing up... Uh, uh, and unsullied. Uh, he never had any weaknesses. He was never the strongest or the biggest, but he was always the bravest. Um, but when he met her, that's when he uh, developed a fear, um, I guess, of losing her. Um, she says, uh, she admits she has fear too. Uh, this is where they kiss. Uh, she strips um, and then starts to undress him. She gets his shirt off and then goes for his uh, pantaloons, uh, but he stops her. Um, wh why do you think he stopped her? Well, I mean, because there's, you know, there's nothing there. Uh, yeah. And, um, so, and what? Well, I was going to say, we don't know how good a job they did uh, <laughs> cutting it off, so... So she she insists, um, you know, he's very vulnerable, obviously. So he uh, relents. Um, she drops his pants. She stares. Um, and um, she she doesn't do anything. You know, she's, she's like, yes, I, I know who you are. And well, she doesn't say it, but she says it with her eyes. Um, and I accept you for who you are. And then she basically takes his hand, they go to his bed, and uh, intimacy ensues. Scissor time. And we go, <laughs> we go to Old Town. So in Old Town, uh, it's Sam, and he's helping Ebros with some research. Ebros is going to start writing a chronicle of the wars following the death of King Robert I. Sam tells him that he may have found a way to treat Jorah. He found two instances where advanced grayscale was cured by Archbaster Pylos. Ebro says uh, he is familiar with Pylos's book about rare diseases. It says, <clears throat> and he asks Sam, do you know how Pylos died? And Sam's like, no, he died from grayscale. Uh, so he said, he tells Sam uh, the procedure is far too dangerous, which is why it is forbidden. But later that night, back in Jorah's cell, he is writing a letter. Uh, Jorah is writing a letter to Daenerys. His sword decks to him uh, on the writing table. Sam enters with a cart full of bottles and tools. Jorah says, "What are you doing?" Sam says, "You're Jorah Mormont, the only son of Jorah Mormont. 
My name is Samuel Tarley, sworn brother of the Night's Watch, training to serve as Maester of uh, Castle Black. I knew your father. I was with him when he died. You are not dying today, Sir Jorah. Drink this. Jorah says, what is it? Sam says, rum. Drink it all, please. I'm afraid this is going to hurt. Jorah drinks the rum as Sam pulls out Archmaster Pilo's book of rare diseases and flips to the pages that he's marked. He puts on some rubber, glo- rubber gloves and gets his tools ready. Sam says, could you please take off your shirt? Sam holds out a piece of a leather strap for Jorah. He's like, um, if you wouldn't mind, bite down hard. I'm sorry, but no one knows I'm here, and if they hear you scream, then we're both finished. Jorah says, have you done this before? Sam says, no, but no one else will try it, so I'm the best you've got. Have a seat. I'm going to have to remove the entire upper layer of the infected tissue. Then apply a medical ointment to the... Jorah gives Sam a look to shut him up. Sam picks up a scalpel and tweezers. Uh. Yeah. And he grabs one piece. With the, with the, just with the tweezers, he grabs like a part of the gray scout and Jorah like, groans in pain. Um, Sam says, shh, 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 shh. Again, I am sorry, but please try not to scream. And we get to the point, and he starts with his chest. So he pulls a piece and uses a scalpel to remove the skin, the Ooh. gray scout skin. And this guy's in complete fucking agony. He's just like scream, muffled scream, um, but pus is coming out, all this grossness. And then we reveal like flesh underneath all that that oh. part that he took off. So then Sam starts applying the ointment and then he goes to work at another spot. Oh. This is a great transition because as he starts to go to another spot, <clears throat> we go to the Riverlands. Shane. Stop, stop. Just allow to be a stoneman. <laughs> <laughs> also, it looks like he's turning into the lava monster from uh, Moana. <laughs> right? It reminds I... me of uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil. Yeah. You guys ever play that? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Do we have a, a, a nice transition from... Uh, Sam cutting away grayscale to uh, in the Riverlands, two men are digging into a pot pie um, that looks a lot like the grayscale kind of, and it's all pussy inside and they eat it. It's pretty gross. Um, uh, In this particular inn that they're eating is uh, uh, Arya sitting at another table. Uh, The two men eating are discussing Daenerys and her dragons um, they're basically heading to uh, King's Landing so they can hopefully avoid uh, Daenerys before she gets too far. Um, uh, Daenerys, like I said, is listening kind of just around, picking up intel. Um, Hot Pie walks up. He recognizes Arya, and he's carrying a tray of food. Um, Arya invites him to sit down. Um, she says, oh, who's this for? And without him answering, just picks up, um, I think it's a, some kind of uh, savory pie, uh, cuts off a piece and starts eating it. Um, uh, Arya says, mm, this is good. Hot Pie says, you think so? The secret is browning the butter before making the dough. Most people don't do that because it takes up too much time. Is that Arya true? says, hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. And if you make uh, like crepes too, if you brown the butter... 
before you put it in the the dough or the batter. It's a crap. It's, what? What's a crap? It's a really good thin pancake. It's a pancake. I like right. to make uh, like a cake out of it. You layer it with like pastry cream and chocolate and stuff. It's really good. Ooh, nice. Uh, so Arya says, hmm, I didn't do that. And then Hot Pie goes, you've been making pies? And she goes, one or two. Um, they continue to catch up. He asks her if she met the big lady who he met, who was asking her about Sansa. Uh, she uh, kind of initially is uh, caught off guard, but then says, oh, yeah, yeah I did. Um, he asks what happened to her, uh, Arya. And she avoids the question by asking if he has ale. Um, she pours herself a glass and starts drinking. Um, she tells him she is headed to King's Landing because she heard Cersei is queen now. Uh, Hot Pie tells her he figures she would go back to Winterfell. Um, she says, why? The Boltons have it. And he says, no, the Boltons are dead. Jon Snow came down with a wildling army and won the Battle of the Bastards. He's king of the North now. And this uh, definitely stops her in her tracks. Uh, she calls him a liar, but he insists it's true. Uh, she puts down the food and puts, uh, pulls out her coin purse uh, to pay, but he stops her, says, friends don't pay. Uh, he tells her he can't believe he used to think she was a girl uh, and compliments her that she's very pretty. Uh, she thanks him and leaves and heads uh, north to Winterfell. And we go to Winterfell. Okay, in Winterfell, uh, John is studying a map when a maester enters with a raven, um, a, a raven arrived from the Citadel. John assembles all his generals to discuss the scroll that, that came with it. Uh, this did you say genitals? <laughs> did I? Generals. I'm pretty sure I said generals. Maybe. So all his genitals are there. Let me get these genitals in order. We have some things. To <laughs> this message is from Samuel Tarley. He was a brother at the Night's Watch, a man I trust as much as anyone in this world. He discovered proof that Dragonstone sits atop, uh, sits on a mountain of dragon glass. Um, I received this a few days ago from Dragonstone. It was sent from Tyrion Lannister. There's murmuring going on. He is now Hand of the Queen to Daenerys Targaryen. She intends to take back the Iron Throne from Cersei Lannister. She has a powerful army at her back, and if this message is to be believed, three dragons. It's more murmuring. Lord Tyrion has invited me to Dragonstone to meet with Daenerys, and I'm going to accept. Everyone starts shouting. We need this dragon glass, my lords. We need the dragon glass. Uh, we know the dragon glass can destroy both White Walkers and their army. We need to mine it and turn it into weapons. But more importantly, we need allies. The Night King's army grows larger by the day. We can't defeat them on our own. We don't have the numbers. Daenerys has her own army and she has dragon fire. I need to try and persuade her to fight with us. Sir Davos and I will ride to White Harbor tomorrow. Then sell to Dragonstone. Sansa starts talking. Have you forgotten what happened to our grandfather when the Mad King invited him to King's Landing? They roasted him alive. I know that. Sansa. She is here to reclaim the Iron Throne and the Seven Kingdoms. The North is one of those Seven Kingdoms. This, in, this isn't an invite. It's a trap. John says, it could be, but I don't believe Tyrion would do that. You know him. He's a good man. Uh, Jan Royce steps up. He's like, your grace, with respect, I must agree with Lady Sansa. 
I remember the Mad King all too well. A Targaryen cannot be trusted, nor can a Lannister. Everyone, ah, yeah, I, whatever. Danny Glover says, we called your brother king, and we rode south, and he rode south and lost his kingdom. Then Lyanna Mormont, winter is here, your grace. We need the king in the north, in the north. And the men start shouting and pounding on the tables. I, John says, all you crowned me, all of you have crowned me your king. I never wanted it. I never asked for it, but I accepted it because the north is my home. It's a part of me. I will never stop fighting for it, no matter the odds. But the odds are against us. None of you have seen the army of the dead. None of you. We can never hope to defeat them alone. We need allies, powerful allies. I know it's a risk, but I have to make it. Sansa, then send an emissary. Don't go yourself. John says, Daenerys is a queen. Only a king can convince her to help us. It has to be me. Sansa, you're abandoning your people. You're abandoning your home. John says, no, I'm leaving it in good hands. She said, whose? And he says, yours. You are my sister. You're the only Stark in Winterfell. Until I return, the North is yours. Um, and at this time, he it kind of cuts to Littleface's little finger's face. <laughs> Littleface's finger. <laughs> <laughs> Littlefinger's face. And he has kind of like a small smirk. Um, but we're still in Winterfell, and it cuts to the crypt where John is standing before his father's statue. And Littlefinger walks up to him. And he says... Uh, I delivered these bones myself, presented them to Lady Catelyn as a gesture of goodwill from Tyrion Lannister. Seems like a lifetime ago. Uh, uh, um, Tyrion Lan- Do give Tyrion Lannister or Lord Tyrion my best when you see him. I was sorry when he uh, – and then he's looking at his father. I'm sorry when he died. Your father and I had differences, but we loved Cat very much. But he loved Cat very much, and he said, so did I. She wasn't fond of you, was she? Well, it appears she vastly underestimated you. Your father and your brothers are gone. Yet here you stand, king in the north, last best hope against the oncom- uh, last best hope against the coming storm. John uh, just says, "You don't belong down here." Uh, Littlefinger says, "Forgive me. We haven't ever talked properly. I wanted to remedy that." John says, "I have nothing to say to you." And Littlefinger, not even thank you. If it weren't for me, you'd have been uh, slaughtered on the battlefield. You have many enemies, my king, but I swear to you, I'm not one of them. I love Sansa, and I loved her mother. John then turns around and grabs Littlefinger by the throat and slams him against the wall. As Littlefinger struggles to breathe, John speaks. Touch my sister, and I'll kill you myself. John walks out, gets on his horse, and rides to meet with Daenerys. And then we go to the Riverlands. Sick. Uh, in the Riverlands, um, Arya has stopped. She's making camp. Um, it's really cold, so she uh, makes a fire. Um, her horse is getting skittish. Uh, she looks around, uh, hears something behind her. She gets up, grabs Needle, uh, when she sees a pack of wolves circling her camp. Um, they all start to approach, uh, wolves of many colors, all bearing their teeth, snarling and barking, uh, until a very big gray and white wolf approaches, uh, Arya from behind. Um, uh, Arya, 
remembers that's her wolf. She recognizes her as Nymeria. Um, Nymeria snarls until Arya drops her sword. Uh, Arya says, Nymeria, it's me, Arya. Um, she says, I'm heading north, girl, back to Winterfell. I'm finally going home. Come with me. And Arya poaches, poaches. She approaches uh, with her hand up uh, slowly, you know, kind of that uh, what you do with wild animals, right? Uh, she says, come with me. Um, Nymeria turns to leave. Uh, then the rest of the wolves follow. Uh, Arya is very emotional. Uh, she her, her eyes tear up a little bit. Um, and then she kind of gets this smirk on her face and she says, that's not you. Uh, and we go to In the Narrow Sea. Um, so basically, it's the uh, the Sands, uh, the, the family from Dorne, right? They are sailing back to Dorne on board one of the uh, stolen Greyjoy ships. Uh, Yara and Theon are there. Uh, the Sand Snakes are in their own uh, cabin below where they're basically laying down. Um, they're bickering about who gets to kill Cersei, who gets to kill the mountain. Uh, amongst you know just sisterly fights i guess um in another cabin is alaria yara and theon um they're drinking wine and until uh sparks fly between yara and alaria um they start to get a little bit intimate uh theon you know gets up he's gonna leave them uh to their business uh when basically the ship the ship uh is hit by something, you know, it's a big shutter. Um, Yara and Theon go up to see what's happening. Um, they're being attacked by Euron's fleet. Um, his flagship uh, steers directly into Yara's ship, uh, basically piercing it uh, under the waterline. Um, there's this uh, big plank, uh, basically out the front of, I didn't know what to call it, so I just called it a plank, uh, extending out the front of Euron's ship, and it's got these like uh, teeth on it. Um, basically, that is lowered um, to uh, grab onto Yara's ship, and on it is a bloodthirsty Euron. Um, he's got his axe in hand. Um, he starts cutting through Yara's men, uh, with more men following him onto her ship. Um, as fight ensues, the Greyjoys uh, kill the Greyjoys. Right, so they're both Greyjoys. Um, the Sand Snakes come up to join fight. Uh, Yara tells Tyene, uh, one of the Sand Snakes, that her mother is below deck and sends her down to protect her. Uh, Theon is fighting alongside Yara. Uh, Euron's fleet is uh, firing flaming balls uh, to Yara's ships, catching them aflame. Uh, the two other Sand Snakes uh, tag team Euron uh, basically getting the best of him at first. Uh, Euron, uh, you know, one of them uh, fights with a spear, so he focuses on her first. Um, he basically punches her in the face, and he takes her spear and stabs her, killing her, lifts her up. Um, and this is when her sister sees, and she gets all crazy. Uh, and her sister is the one that fights with the whip, so basically, she whips him a couple times. He catches the whip, pulls her to him, and she chokes uh, her with her own whip. Um, I lost my place. 
Uh, below deck, uh, Tyene is able to kill a few of Euron's men, uh, but eventually they are overrun, and she and her mother are taken hostage, so they're still alive. Um, back above deck, uh, Euron continues to fight his way towards Yara. Uh, they eventually face off. Uh, Yara is overpowered. Um, Theon is killing some of Euron's men. Uh, when basically Euron yells at him, uh, he has his axe to Yara's throat. Uh, Theon sees and walks towards them. Uh, Euron says, ah, come on, you cockless coward. I have her. Come and get her. And this is where Theon uh, pauses, right? Uh, he looks around at all the carnage. Um, you know, some of Euron's men are mutilating Yara's men, uh, cutting off ears, uh, some pulling teeth. Um, and this is where Theon gets a very, uh, I called it, uh, reeky face. Um, he, Yara sees basically the, you know, the look on his face where, when she found him in the kennels, uh, where he's completely broken. And a tear uh, goes down her face. Um, Theon, again, gives it another thought. He drops his sword and jumps overboard into the water. Uh, this causes uh, Euron to laugh, um, and then basically after the, you know the battles won, uh, Yar's men were killed. Um, uh, the the front of the ship that they were uh, riding on, the two, the two sand snakes, one was hung uh, from her uh, whip, the other one was basically pinned to the I don't know what it's called, the wood there with her spear. Um, Theon is in the water. He's still alive, but he's just kind of treading water. Um, he sees the, the two dead sand snakes and he basically watches, uh, Euron's warship sail away. And scene. <laughs> uh, so what's going to happen? Can you explain to me the Arya and her direwolf thing? Because what she she was so remember, and then she smiled. Remember, so remember when she and Sansa were with her father riding back to King's Landing. From Winterfell, remember, because yeah. he accepted Hand of the King, yeah. and they had their direwolves. Yeah, and this is where uh, Arya's direwolf bit Joffrey. Yeah, and before they could do anything to her direwolf, she set it free, and she's bit you know because basically she's like, "You stay with me, you're gonna die." So I'm gonna set you free and to do it she basically had to be mean and throw rocks at her and stuff she had a white thing it That's go right. on get go on get get out of here so so basically she knew it was nymeria but it wasn't really nymeria you know what i mean um i guess sure okay so <laughs> that's that's how i understood it but i thought i was wrong so never mind um Okay. That's when uh, the, the showrunners get to make up their own storylines, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really move the story forward other than maybe it's like uh, a full loop because when she was going to King's Landing, she got rid of Nymeria 
by force and then coming back to Winterfell, cross path with the same wolf and then this time it went on on its own because now they're living their own lives. I don't know. It didn't really do anything. I don't know why they even put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am eager to see who uh, Cersei can get on her side because uh, Daenerys is building quite the team. Um, even though part of the team got severely attacked at the end of the episode. Um, is is Euron supposed to become the new Joff? Like, like it goes like Joffrey, Ramsay, Euron. Am I supposed to hate him like that? No, I don't think so. I didn't. I mean, the guy is, he's more of an annoying person because he's so ah, just out there. Like, he's crazy as fuck, but he's actually kind of cool because he's funny. He's real funny. Huh. Okay. Distasteful. Uh, it's, he's funny, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm confused by the ending. Um, I I don't really. Leon? Yeah. Um, yeah, PTSD. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But like, uh, like is he like was he just giving up Yara at that point? Like, it just did he not care or I don't know. Um, I assume we'll get some sort of payoff with that later. Um, P- PTSD is real, man. Yeah. Uh, true. Um, uh, the Jorah stuff. Uh, was the only time that I wish you weren't showing me pictures while <laughs> <laughs> so gross. The thing I'm most excited for is that Arya is going home, and yeah. uh, she, like, we only got to see one season of her and Sansa being in the same place, but there was a lot of tension there. So I am very eager to see what happens because Arya is going thinking that. John is there and he's not or he won't be um and instead Sansa's in charge and I can see there being some uh dissension among the last remaining Starks Sansa's in charge of our days and <laughs> our lives oh my god that's good I like that yeah every time she gets close to home something happens so we will see yeah. All right, guys. Good job. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to our Explain of Thrones 702. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OOTL Podcast, or feel free to send us an email at OOTLPod at gmail.com. Um, winners here, correct, Shane? Yes. What? Did you have anything else to say? Any of you guys? No. All right. Well, thank you for, uh, from all the guys here at the Out of the Loop Studios uh, Skype. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and stay tuned for more.